What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the third episode of Sports Talk with your girl, Whitney B. That's me. I want to first start off by saying thank you to everybody for the feedback you guys have been giving me. I really appreciate it. It's bomb. It's much appreciated. And I definitely accept it, and I'm trying to work on everything that you guys have been telling me. So, again, thank you. I'm going to kick off the third episode. We got a lot to update you guys on today, especially with the Deshaun Watson stuff. So, without further ado, let's get this show started. And again, welcome back to the third episode of Sports Talk with your girl, me, Whitney B. Y'all, I had so much fun last week when I was painted as the tiger. I went everywhere uh, painted as the tiger. People was looking at me like I was crazy. And I was fine because I was crazy because, of course, it was opening day. So, again, thank y'all for even being with me on that opening day painted as the tiger. That was fun for me. And like I told you guys, the first episode, we're going to have fun every week. Each week is going to be informative. But we're also going to talk and have a lot of fun. So, I want to start off by actually... We'll talk a little bit about Grant Hill because Grant Hill, uh, he was first drafted to the Detroit Pistons um, in 94. He's actually succeeding Jerry C. as the managing director of Team USA. So after the Tokyo Olympics, Grant Hill will be managing the USA team and he'll be making those decisions. So let's clap it up for Grant Hill. Now, many of us sports fans, we know Grant Hill, especially here in Detroit. Um, we are all Grant Hill fans because he started his career here. I mean, here, not here. But he started his career here, here and he was a Piston. Um, through his career, he played for Orlando. He was also in Phoenix. Grant Hill, is he's been in the Hall of Fame. I mean, he was inducted into the Hall of Fame um, in 2018, but he's been the NBA All-Star Seven times. Uh, he was rookie of the year. So the picture that you guys are looking at is from his rookie of the year um, award there where he won that for the 94, 95 years. So, again, let's give it up for Grant Hill and just those accomplishments that he, you know, he's had over his career and he's willing and able to still do things. He also won an, uh, an, uh, the gold medal with Team USA. So he knows what he's doing. And if you guys don't know, the Olympics is this um this year is in July. I believe it starts on the 23rd, and it runs through August 8th. So if you guys are big on Team USA and want to see the Olympics, that is where it'll be in Tokyo, and they'll. I'm sure it'll be on TV. Um, it's always on TV. But after this season, Grant Hill goes on again to be the managing director of Team USA. So let's give it up one more time for Grant Hill. Now, again, you guys know I love me some football. So it's it's the draft is coming up, and it's been a lot of mock drafts out. Um, it's been a lot of talks. We talked about, you know, last season – I mean, I'm sorry, last week what I thought the Lions should do, and I still think the Lions should draft around Jared Goff. But Sports Illustrator Illustrated, I'm sorry, put out their mock draft – um, this week, I believe it was Tuesday, they put out their mock draft. And they actually have Justin Fields going to the Lions at number seven. Now, um, oh, why? <laughs> like, what would make them, I mean, after all this time, what makes them think that 
the Lions would want Justin Fields. Like even like even though Justin Fields was a good college um, quarterback, I'm not taking anything away from him. And it might sound like I have a little bit of Ohio State hate because I am a, a Michigan fan, go blue. But Ohio State quarterbacks suck in the NFL. So I mean, I'm I'm sure if they had the opportunity to pick a different quarterback. Um, they would, but the best ones are going to go um, first anyway. But, I mean, why would Sports Illustrated even feel like the Lions should draft a quarterback? And, y'all, if y'all agree with me, let me know. Um, you know, comment, um, give me some feedback on this because even though, yes, the Lions made down the line need a quarterback, this particular season is a no. You know what I'm saying? Like, draft players that even if – you get a quarterback down the line, these players will be there for the, that quarterback because we know Jared Goff is going to play this season. So it makes no sense to draft someone to just sit there behind him, especially if this is like his tryout. Like if we, if we're trying to see where, you know, Jared Goff may go from here, it makes no sense to get a quarterback. Let's draft the players, you know, the other players that we know we need because what if this season Jared Goff come out and surprise the hell out of everybody and now this is going to be the guy that we go with, but we drafted this quarterback last season and now he's going to just sit here or he got to be traded and, you know, it's just a waste of money. So, again, I feel like the Lions really should trade – I mean, not trade, but draft some – draft around the quarterback, be it Goff this season or me next season, you never know, um, because I could, you know, red shirt and you get there, you know, it is, it'll be like a dream come true. But I mean, I'm sure it won't be me. But if it could be me, you know, I'm still gonna need some weapons, you know, so I can throw to. So draft draft receivers or draft, you know, corners and stuff. Like don't don't draft a quarterback. And we're not gonna listen to Sports Illustrated because that was just. I, I didn't like that Sports Illustrated. I didn't like that at all. And then and then I saw it was Justin Fields, and I was like, why? Why why him? But, you know, of everybody else that's there, you know, what? Why? And if and if y'all think that that's a smart move, you you tell me why Justin Fields. Because, again, um, it could be anybody, but nobody from Ohio State. Like, you know, name me one good Ohio State quarterback that then came in the NFL and proven to be, you know, that dude. And then, you know, we, we can go from there. But until then, my opinion is going to stick to it's a pass for me on Justin Fields. Um, hopefully he goes somewhere where he may can shine. But I'm I'm a pass. <laughs> and with the pass on Justin Fields, we're going to pass and go somewhere else. Actually, before we move on to the next topic, let's go ahead and take a quick break. Are you starting a business or having an event? If so, contact 360V Graphics for all your needs. They offer logos, flyers, business cards, and more. They even offer obituaries. If you're confused, 360V offer consultations for a low price. Visit 360V for more information. To place your order, go to 360V.com forward slash wage. We all go eat. That's 360V.com forward slash W-A-G-E-W-E-A-L-L-G-O-E-A-T. 
And welcome back with me, guys. Thank you for that quick break with me on that ad. Again, if you guys have any design needs or logos, flyers, anything made, head over to 360v.com. And if you just want to talk it out real fast and see, you know, just get some consultation, she also does that. So head over there to 360v.com. Let her know Whitney B sent you, and you might just get a discount. You never know. So if you need that help, it's always available. Now, moving on to Paul Pierce, because, guys, um, over the weekend, Paul Pierce had a little bit of fun. I believe it was at his house. We don't know whose home he was in, but it looks like he was having some fun with his boys. And he posted an Instagram Live video. Now, in this Instagram Live video, Paul Pierce, he had some strippers. They were seen throwing um Casino coins on the strippers, and he was also um, passing a blunt around with his friends. If, if you guys don't know what a blunt is, it's weed, marijuana, rolled up in a cigar. So they were passing it around and in the live going the whole time. Now, for you guys who don't know Paul Pierce or who's not familiar with Paul Pierce, um, his legacy, he's a 10-time NBA All-Star. He was with the um, Celtics. He actually won a championship with them. But now he's a fire ESPN analyst. When he retired from basketball, he went on to start doing um, NBA work with ESPN. Now, for people who aren't familiar with ESPN, ESPN is actually owned by Disney. So even though ESPN is like a sports, you know, powerhouse, it still is under a kid brand. So I, in my opinion, I believe he was fired from um ESPN because of the Disney thing because I'm not sure you know on we all have off days you know or off time so when we're not at work um are we expected to walk around the streets as um angels like I'm I'm not sure so I'm not sure what was in his contract or you know whatever it had to be enough for ESPN to be able to fire him um I also personally think that ESPN wanted to fire him anyway because Paul Pierce is boring um he he never really brings anything positive. I mean, not necessarily positive, but it just never seems like he knows quite what he's saying. It's, it just is. It always just squirts out or whatever. So maybe this was a reason why, you know, they just went on ahead and gave him the boot. And it was a good enough reason, I guess, for the company um, to just fire him. It wasn't like um, they said, oh, we're going to suspend him and look into it. Maybe uh, whatever. No, he was just fired. So, um. But the on the flip side, um, Cam Soda, the porn company, if you guys aren't familiar with Cam Soda, Cam Soda was actually um, offering the guys the NCAA tournament when they went out to be in a bubble. Cam Soda offered them porn at their fingertips because they couldn't get company. So if you guys aren't familiar with who Cam Soda is, that's when their name kind of got more out there when they were um, trying to get um, porn over to the tournament guys but cam soda did offer paul pierce a job this is their time they're saying that they want to be um this he may be their first analyst i believe it was about two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and they even told him that they could have um strippers at his fingertips that would twerk in the background so guys imagine you watching this video and then all of a sudden strippers come out and there's booty everywhere in the back of me. Like, how do you even take that serious? Like, oh, today the Pistons are going to play um, the Lakers and then it's ass everywhere. Like, mm, I don't know how that'll work, but it might work, you know, for Paul Pierce because he seems like he's about that life, you know, from his Instagram live. So unfortunately, you know, him doing him got him fired. But, you know, hopefully 
I mean, well, honestly, not hopefully. Like, maybe Paul Pierce can start a podcast or something like that. But on a bigger scale, like, if if, if people had to use ESPN for his resume, I mean, he'll probably only be good for Cam Soda, just to be honest. But <laughs> let's just hope, um, you know, he do get a job. I mean, hopefully he, you know, t- saved his money and, you know, wasn't spending it frivolously. So he, you know, got a little time to figure it out. But, you know, we never know. But hopefully he he gets on his feet. He seemed to be okay. If you guys are, are familiar with it, he put out the video on Instagram where he was laughing about it um, afterwards. And and it didn't seem like a happy laugh. And he put it out. So maybe that was like his real cry for help. But if he wants us to feel like he's okay, then we he'll be okay. But... That offer is always on the table, Paul, from Cam Soda. So, I mean, join the porn world. Actually, that's where it's at. I mean, people is racking up from their OnlyFans on Instagram. You know, it makes everybody kind of want OnlyFans. But, you know, at, at what cost for real, you know. So, I don't know. But this may work for him. And <laughs> I'm going to move on a little bit because, you know, again, I could get winded. And I'm not a pastor. So, I don't want to be out here like a pastor. So, we're going to move on because it's something big. It's not, it's, it has a lot to do with sports, but it, it has a lot to do with politics as well with um, major league baseball, taking the all-star game out of Atlanta. Now the controversy around it is the fact that, um, that the governor signed that bill, the voting bill. So now, you know, they're going to, Polling places are going to get scarce. You can't pass out food and water at the locations. Absentee ballots and voting is the window is smaller. So it's it's kind of where they made it harder for people to vote. And I and and even though they say it's like oh the people of color and everything because it was um big voter turnout in the inner cities and stuff. But this stuff like this affects the whole state. So white, black, blue, red, all of us. You know everyone's affected in that state. So it's kind of, it's kind of messed up, especially in a world where people are more starting to vote, like understanding what voting means and everything. And and you get it like politicians don't want people to have a voice, but major league baseball pulling out of Atlanta because of that reason, um, them changing the voter, the voter laws and everything. And then it was like a big backlash on big business there, Delta and, Google and a lot of place people who have hubs there in, you know, Metro Atlanta and in, you know, Georgia period. So it's been like a back and forth thing now from what I read is um, the uh, all-star game is moved from Atlanta to Colorado now, which raised red flags to me because I thought people were reluctant about going to Colorado because of the mass shooting um, just last month at the in Boulder, I believe that was where the police officer lost his life and other people at that, um, supermarket. So it was a lot. Um, I remember on the news, a lot of people wondering about tourism there in Colorado anyway, because of the mass shootings that's, you know, happened in Colorado. So now that they're moving the all-star game there, it makes me wonder if they're trying to get tourism back up, if they really thought that was a safe place, like what, you know, what's the difference. And if, and if that was the only place that they could have it at the same time, you know, it it raises a lot of questions there for me. I'm not sure um, anyone else because I haven't heard much talk about it, but it's a lot because of the backlash that now politicians want, you know, people to stop 
stop supporting these companies and stop watching baseball and everything because um, I, I'm guessing it's because they moved it out and that takes a lot of money out. But at the end, of, at the same time, like we should all have our voice. And how do you say, well, we're going to stop, we're going to boycott these companies, but these companies are the people who build the politicians. And I believe it was funny because I was watching the news yesterday with my husband and Mitch McConnell was saying something about, we're going to boycott this, but let's not take it out of politics. So basically we still want your support when it comes to patting our pockets, but until you march to the beat of our drums, we mad at y'all and we want everybody to be mad at y'all too. And it's just so weird because, you know, this is sports. Like, for for them to have to want to move out of Atlanta anyway, the All-Star game, that was already a lot. So that's a big stance. But it's like, what about the people who potentially bought tickets or was planning on traveling and didn't have to change their plans? Like, it's just a lot. It's just, it's a lot to consider. And I don't want to stay on a topic too long because, like I told you, it's, it's less about sports and more about politics. But it's just something to mention because, you know, this is the MLB All-Star Game. It's something that'll be coming up. And this is something that, you know, is big for everybody. Everybody loves playoffs, whether you're a fan of the sport or not. Once it becomes playoff time, it's either Team A or Team B. And now we're all a part of it. But, I mean, this is where it's starting. And, I, you know, but the good the good thing about it in other news for sports, um, the master starts today, actually. So what's sad is that our boy Tiger won't be there because, you know, of his unfortunate incident where he crashed and, you know, everything. So we're hoping that Tiger is recovering well. Last we heard Tiger was recovering well, but somebody's going to win that green jacket this year. I'm um, in the masters. It starts today in Georgia at the Augusta. Um, it's called the Augusta national golf course. So um, if you guys are into it, watch it, it'll be on um, ESPN do have some proje projections out of who they think uh, will be the predicted winner. Um, so if you guys want to know, head over to ESPN about that. Um, in my heart, I want Tiger to win, but again, Tiger won't be out there. And hopefully Tiger's son become old enough to do this because I, I can't wait to see him swing the pole. He he built so much like his father. It's, it's, it's almost like, you know, we're going to see him probably surpass his father, especially in, you know, evolution and how the game is going to change and evolve anyway. But Again, it'll be on. It'll be on through um, the weekend. So you guys check out the Masters. And they did not move out of Georgia, which is good. That probably would have been a lot to discuss in its own. But, um, yeah, golf. So I'm going to move on. We're going to take another quick break, and then we'll talk about Deshaun Watson. The Deshaun Watson stuff is a lot, y'all. I have such an update. Um, it's, it's more women. It's gone to 22 women now. And it's also people in Deshaun's, Deshaun Watson's corner. So after our break, guys, we're going to go and we're going to talk a little bit more and get into some detail about this update on Deshaun Watson. Are you looking for a new podcast to watch or listen to? The Rocky Road Productions Porch Talk podcast is live every Saturday at 4 p.m. on the Rocky Road Productions Facebook page. If you missed the live version, playback is always available on RockyRoadMedia.com. Porch Talk features two different shows that run every other week. Shade and Shenanigans are every 
first and third Saturday and love and success are every second and fourth Saturday. For more information and fresh content, visit rockyroadmedia.com. That's R-O-C-K-Y-R-O-A-D-M-E-D-I-A.com. And y'all, welcome back. Thanks for that quick ad. And also, I mentioned last week uh, to you guys, but again, it runs every Saturday. And this week, um, it's the second episode of Vitamin D with Greg and Black. They started last week. It was about toxicity. It was a great show. It runs at 5 p.m. So right after Porch Talk, you can head over to Vitamin D. I'm sorry, you don't have to head over to Vitamin D. It'll be on the same page. You just go ahead and chill. It'll come right on. You guys will have fun. Call in, be interactive. Again, um, Love and Success will be on this week. And then Shade and Shenanigans with your girl Big Wit will be on the following week. So if you want to know more information, head over to RockyRoadMedia.com. All right, y'all. So I said I had this Deshaun Watson update. And it's got deep. <laughs> I know I said, I said that last week, but it is deep. Now, Deshaun Watson, it... it Earlier uh, last week, it was people coming out um, in defense of um, in defense of him. It was massage therapists saying that, you know, they knew which areas they had to rub and the whole towel thing wasn't um, not abnormal. Like you can use a towel or you can use a sheet. And that's something that they learned. So why people were saying the use of towel is whatever. And it's just really weird. But um, earlier in the week, um Watson actually, I mean, I'm sorry, Busby held a uh, press conference. Now, in this press conference, the very first young lady who um, decided to sue Watson actually came out. She's her name, who she is, she spoke. And I do have a little bit of what she had to say. So, guys, check it out. It's Ashley Solis. Remember that name? I hope every woman or man out there who is a survivor hears my story. And I hope my story gives them courage to speak out. It has taken me a long time to get to this point, to come out publicly and speak my truth. I know a lot of you are probably wondering who I was or if I even existed. I was afraid. I'm not afraid anymore. I do exist. I'm here to take back, uh, take back the power and take back control. I am a survivor of assault and harassment. Deshaun Watson is my assaulter and my harasser. Deshaun Watson assaulted and harassed me on March 30th, 2020, in my own home, doing what I love most, massage therapy. Now, that's, that's kind of really painful to listen to because at the end of the day, you know, we we really don't want to believe that, you know, people is foul like this and would do this. But this lady, she's out, she's crying, you know, she's speaking her truth. Now, where this it kind of seems like a slippery slope sometimes is because she said that it was March 2020. Her lawsuit came out in March 2021. Um, so it was almost a year when she said she was assaulted. But a Watson's attorney spoke back, you know, and, and comment at, of the press conference and 
what they were saying was that in February, uh, Busby actually came to Watson's camp and said that for a hundred thousand dollars, this would never make it to court. So it was really like, you know, give us some hush money and this will be okay. In her press conference, she said that this was not about money. You know, this was more about women empowerment and just, you know, her speaking up and doing what's right. What's a little bit more slippery is now it's seeming like, okay, this is playing out in court every single day. It's seeming like it's a new woman. Again, when this first started, guys, remember it was in the teens. We're up now to 22 women. Um, and now two of them, actually. That was just the first lady. Her name was Ashley Solis. Uh, another lady, her name was Lauren, I was almost going to say Laura, but Lauren Baxley, she also came out, um, the attorney had a bit of a statement from her as well, but these women are starting to put names with, um, faces with Jane Doe, their names, so it's not, it's, it's, it's really not like, oh, okay, well, it's necessarily about just this cover-up or this hush money, but it's still like, well, Watson's attorney's and his team is basically saying y'all wanted money in the beginning. And so we'll just see how it plays out in court, which to me is still a little bit shaky because honestly, like we don't know what's going on. Like it's more, it's stuff that continues to come out, but what hasn't come out is evidence. Like we still haven't saw any like video cameras or tapes like, yeah, you know, home security with him going to their homes or, you know, vice versa you knew this massage was happening. So what actually happened during that massage or doing, you know, whatever, that's what has yet to actually be, you know, known or heard right now. It's just, it's really like a, he said, she said right now. And either, you know, it's weird because Deshaun Watson himself haven't come out and stated anything. It's, you know, been statements and stuff from his, his lawyers, but it's, it's starting to do more harm than good because now he's looking like endorsements for him is cutting off. Just the other day, Nike suspended their endorsement with him. Now, Nike didn't terminate it. It's just suspended, you know, I guess, pending investigation, which makes sense because now if he didn't do this stuff, if, you know, all of this comes out that to be not true, it's a now do you pick him back up or what happens with that? But... Although Nike suspended their um, endorsement with him, Beats by Dre Apple terminated their endorsement. So, and it's a lot to that. You know, imagine a company, um, Sports Talk, I endorsed Deshaun Watson, and, and now I got him in my merch everywhere. And you got to pull all of that down, pull the ass down, and that's a lot of money, replace all of that. And I'm sure that's not what companies want to do. And even though you are innocent until proven guilty, it's too much. You know, it's it's far too much going on right now. And and, and with so much coming out, like I said, y'all, like today it could be four more women. So now you got more women coming out. You got more people speaking. And it's still no word from him. You know, they like, okay, well, we're going to just go to court because you said in the beginning we could settle for $100,000 too. And and I, I'm with that because remember last week when I gave y'all the example about me getting hit by a car or saying somebody ran into my car. If you can't prove that I hit your car and you coming to me and it's just about money, then no, you know, we're going to have to have our day in court. So the way Watson's team is making it seem is that they want their day in court because, because the evidence may be thin, who knows, but 
if you come to them in the first place and say you could pay this off and it'll never make it to court and then you don't pay and now this woman went to court and, and now it's one and 21 more people, you know, I don't know what to say. I really don't. And it's just unfortunate that we live in a time where people would be so afraid to speak up right away because at the time all of this came out, people that that's real Watson fans, they say it's a, a conspiracy because of how he felt about the Texans and wanting out and being so public about it. And now all of a sudden, you know, this is what's he, what he's dealing with, which you could see it from that side, you know, but women go through stuff all the time and it's, and they're afraid to speak up, you know, and, and for reasons like this, like, you know, right now it's allegations, but if this comes out to be true, you know, imagine 22 women and it could be more that's afraid to speak up about stuff because when it came out, people didn't know what to believe anyway. And, and that's just the stuff that, that there is to think about y'all period. Um, I'm going to leave the update there because, you know, again, we don't know what's going on. I, it'll be just a guesstimate. And right now we not trying to guess because if I say the wrong thing and it's not that, mm -mm. so I'm going to leave it right here. If I got another Watson update, it'll be in episode four. Um, I appreciate you guys for being here with me through episode three. We had a couple of quick updates for you for Watson. Um, and we're riding along the way again, every Thursday at 5 PM sports talk will be posted. You can catch me every other week on shade and shenanigans on the porch talk podcast. It'll be on Rocky road productions on the Facebook page. Again, look out for vitamin D following Rocky road porch talk every weekend at 5 PM. You guys, my website is mywhitneyb.com. That's M-Y-W-H-I-T-N-E-Y-B.com. Again, that's mywhitneyb.com. And for other updates, go to rockyroadmedia.com. That's R-O-C-K-Y-R-O-A-D-M-E-D-I-A.com. We appreciate you guys for tuning in to everything. Oh, and I didn't mention Rants and Robes every Wednesday on Instagram Live on both of our page at MyWhitneyB or at Rocky Road Productions, LLC. You'll see all that information on RockyRoadMedia.com, I promise you. So, again, thank you guys for following along with us and for checking out our shows and for uh, giving us all the feedback. We appreciate you. We love you. And I'm out. <laughs>